0: My next guest on what's been a great show already is my favorite anchor in news history. I I, I watched Chuck Scarborough a little bit. He was fine, NBC. And I used to like Bill Ritter, but God, he's, uh, that's over. Uh, Ernie Anastas was uh, the best of all time. Evidenced by just incredible stays at not one, not two, but three networks, two, five, and seven. Also has a very lengthy radio career, now doing... Positively America, and just the sweetest guy you'll ever meet. And now, part of our team here at WABC, I'm proud to call him a friend and a team member. Here he is, the great hey. Ernie Anastas
1: Oh, you are amazing, Sid. I, I, I sent you the check, so we're covered, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I <laughs> have to tell you,
1: my goodness, no, oh, it's, it's true. It's true.
0: I bring on all these guests, and I prepare. And a lot. I mean, I really do my homework. And reading your bio and all your yes, resume success, I nearly had an anxiety attack. I swear to God. It's unbelievable. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a blessing for me uh, for this career. I mean, a, a little guy coming out of a small town in New Hampshire, and then New York was my favorite city in the whole wide world. I had a lot of relatives here. And to come here and and to have that kind of, you know, success is very humbling for me, and I've just enjoyed it, and I continue to enjoy it. You know, I have a a Greek background, as you know, our our dear friend John Katsimatidis and his family, we share that. And a, a Greek philosopher had a wonderful line. He said, I have a wish to die young, but as late in life as possible. And and that's uh, I like what I believe. That. I believe that that spirit, yeah. you know, within you that says, "I want to try new things. I want to be the best that I can be at whatever gifts I've been given." That's my life. That's my life set. I love it.
0: No, and that's you. You're a very positive guy, very optimistic guy, clearly appreciative. Gratitude is your middle name. And I told you this, when I saw you a couple of weeks ago. I didn't really know. Didn't really know uh, what your political preference was when you were anchoring two, five, mm-hmm. and seven. And that sure. has completely changed. I mean, I can't get through one newscast without Bill Redder making one editorial. Probably, you probably like him. That's fine. Or any one of these guys. I don't know what's happened, but it's almost impossible to watch the local network news because their bias comes out every night. You know, Ernie, that's the last thing these people should be doing.
1: You know, uh, I I have to tell you, yes, Bill Ritter, uh, you know, is a friend of mine. We have, you know, the same alumni situation at WABC. And I have a lot of respect for the people who are doing their job every day. I really do. And I I must say that with all honesty. Uh, But do we all have differences of opinion? Of course. Uh, One of the things that you know very well that's come up now, is it news or views? And I think that's the challenging question for a lot of people today. They're looking, they're watching, they're reading, they're listening, and they're saying, okay, is this news or views? If it's identified as a viewpoint, um, I have no problem with that. Freedom of speech, I'll defend that to the the end of the the world. Uh, But I think that we have to be careful and be responsible for what we're saying and what we're doing so that people can have – A sense of the truth somewhere. And I think you agree with me, Sid. No, no, I I do. I mean, no, no,
0: no. listen, but the the views, I do agree with you. news and views, if you're doing an interview show, if you're sitting around like The View, that's one thing. But when you're delivering the news at six o'clock, 11 o'clock, that is Mm -hmm. no place for views. That is news. And clearly this modern day collection of folks, they have uh, convoluted the two for some reason.
1: You know, it, it's so interesting, and, and I would love to be able to talk even further on this because I, I've just had such a, an interesting perspective of the news business. Having started, you know, as I was a, a young kid, I was a teenager. I was in high school back in the 60s, but I've seen the evolution. And when I was a desk assistant at Channel 2 right out of college, I remember reading a, a book that they had at CBS, and I was working with Jim Jensen and Walter Cronkite. Oh, <laughs> great. You know, I was a young desk yeah. assistant, and I was learning a lot. And they had an actual book set that talked about how an anchor, how a reporter, was going to handle themselves on the air. And they specifically said that you would never show a, a facial expression, your, the inflection of your voice, you had to be very careful so that there was no hint in any way that you were giving an opinion. And, I, and that really stuck with me, and I'll never forget that. And I said, you know, that's important. You know, you're supposed to be right down that middle, straight down the line. You said you never knew about my political opinion. You know, I've always tried to stay right down that middle. Many times when I've gone into the polling booth and people will see me walk in and I'm in there for a long time and I'll come out and they'll say, gee, you know, you really took a long time. And I said, yeah, because I've covered so many of these people Mm -hmm. that I had to really think about where I really wanted to go. And that's the kind of openness that I've always had in my life, politically and in many other ways. I Uh, think that it's important to just respect everybody's view and opinion. I respect that immensely.
0: No, I respect that immensely. And and to your credit, when you did do the news, That's who you were. I never really had to try to figure out. I knew exactly what you were talking about. You delivered the news, and that's why you're the best in the history to this day. I'm going to put you on home for just a couple of minutes. We're speaking to the great Ernie Anastas, now a team member here at WABC. This guy's terrific. He really is, as you can tell. Sharp, brilliant, sweet, optimistic. All the things we need to change the direction of this city. Of this state and this country. More with Ernie Anastas and Crystal Gale right after this. Oh, well, Huey Lewis back here with Ernie Anastas at 855 on your Monday morning. So I know while growing up as a kid, Ernie, I, my dad, my mom, they, they always watched you wherever you were. They, they loved Michelle Marsh. They loved Kitey Tang. You worked with all these sure. people. What, Tom, um, now, you had won a wolf, or did you?
1: Yes, yes, Warner was uh, was doing the news with us on Channel 7 and also on Channel 2 uh an interesting guy to say the least let's go to the videotape right, now,
0: now, was he on the set with you the night his teeth fell out or were you out by no, that point no yeah.
1: no <laughs> that, that happened after uh <laughs> that was an unfortunate situation but you know he tried to handle it as best as he could yeah, he was you great.
0: Know? now he's great he worked a, a long time with us here on abc with imis and then him yes. and i kind of replaced each other two or three times but you're right let's go to the videotape and then you watch storm and frankfield right
1: Absolutely. I had the father and son. Uh, Storm and I were channel seven. And, and Dr. Frank Field, who, by the way, is doing very well. Uh, I spoke to him not too long ago. He's down in Florida in Boca Raton Wow. Uh, and, and having a good time. And, you know, I have to tell you something. When I was on the telephone with him, he did not sound any different than he did 40 years ago. Neither Just do you. Incredible. Neither I mean, do you. Really, I mean, the great energy from, from him.
0: You sound exactly the same, too, I must tell you. And, uh, but Boca will do that to you. I lived in Boca Raton for 16 years. And, you know, uh,
1: you were down in Florida, because yeah. I know that you were at Waxy, W-A-X-Y, and there's an interesting story about Waxy in Fort Lauderdale. I was with RKO Radio in Boston. I was doing morning news, and they bought, RKO bought Waxy in, in uh, Florida And they sent me down there to put it on the air. I was like a news director, program director, and I put Waxy on the air. And that's your old station. Yes, no kidding. I didn't even know
0: that. That is my old station, right? Yes, yes. I have many, many days on Miami Gardens Drive, Waxy, and all those great stations. I spent 16 years in Boca, 11 years in Miami radio. But, but all I wanted to do, Ernie, to be honest, was get back here. I used to anger the Miami audience even more than anger this audience because (laughs) they'd they'd be like, "Oh, I 95 North Sid is right down the block. If New York is so great." Then go back, and I would always say, when I get the opportunity, I will. And sure enough, I got you the bet. opportunity. Yeah. And you know, working all over the country, Ernie and United is that there is no place like New York, especially oh, if best. you're succeeding.
1: The best. It really – and, you know, I have to tell you something. I'm so happy to be part of the WABC family. I mean, you know, John TV's very dear friend, his wife Margot, a wonderful family, A.J., uh, Andrea and, and John Jr., they have just been so close to me for so many years, ever since I've been in New York in 1978. But you know, when I'm talking about people like yourself, Cousin Brucey, Rita Cosby, Bill O'Reilly, Greg Kelly, Joe Pisk, people that I have worked with, people that I know and I'm part of this family, I, I, I really have to tell you I'm excited about it and the kind of programming and content that I hope to bring to the radio station. I'm well, excited about it. Let's this.
0: talk about that for a second because uh, sure. there, there are message boards all over New York that are buzzing right now, earning an assets with Sid Rosenberg, and we love Ernie, but what exactly is Ernie Nasus going to do with WABC? So let's find out. What is your What is your daily job here?
1: Okay. Well, in in a nutshell, what I'm looking to do is take a take a look at what's going on in our news. Different issues. Uh, it, it could be civility. Uh, it could be you know why why are we having a problem with with being so angry with one another? It could be our our work, the economy. Uh, it could be stress in life, bullying, uh, aging. Mm. Uh, it could be anything from uh, For example, how do we make football safer following that Hamlin injury, Uh, the alarming rise in kids eating marijuana edibles? I mean, there are so many different topics, but what I look at is the problem, and then I look at the solution. I'll talk to people, experts, and give my own opinion about certain things, but I think that I'm looking to say, okay, if we have a problem, let's find a way to make it better. For years, Sid, I've gone on the air at at 11 o'clock and said, good evening. Mm. And then I had to tell people why it wasn't. Oh, wow. And I said, you know what? That kind of negativity, uh, I I heard from people over the years. I still do. And they say, I need something that gives me a little uplift. Mm. That doesn't mean that we're going to ignore the stories of the day. In no way, we have to know what's going on. But we also have to take a look at the other side. Look at the balance. So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. In addition to that, I'm going to be out on the street doing something that I did on Channel 5 for years, and that is my question of the day. So I go out there with my microphone, and I ask people questions like, who do you trust? And mm. then we get into a little conversation about that. Uh, what's the best thing you expect will happen in 2023? Uh, does, does money buy happiness? Mm. Uh, what's the best thing about living in America, about living in, in New York? There are different ways that I want to bring out people's opinion on this particular series. I love it.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. 30 seconds to go. You've been uh, in the city for a long time. A lot of mayors have come and gone while you were on television from the Ed Kochers to the Rudy Giuliani's. Oh, my God. You, You love this city. How do you think Mayor Eric Adams is doing?
1: Well, you know what? I've I've heard the interviews. I think Eric is trying. I think he's making his best effort. Uh, There are difficult situations. He needs some support. He needs some help. He needs to be able to be energized to go in there and say, okay, here's a problem, like I just said. Let me find the solution. That's what I would like Eric to do. Look at the problem and give us some answers to solutions and take some action.
0: I am so excited that you're here. You know that when you've come here two or three times, you can see it in my face. I really, really look up to you. You're the best, Sid. Uh, You really are the best. We we
1: love you. You know that.
0: Thank you. I love you, too. Congratulations. Welcome to the team. Thank you.
1: Thank you, my friend.
0: Have a great day. You, too. There he is. Ernie and You guys, I mean, that's a guy. Talk about heroes, and we go to ball players like Macedonia. Phil goes to some crappy center on the Denver Nuggets. Ernie and that's a hero right there. That's a guy that knows this business, was a pro, still is a pro. God bless him. Almost 80 years old and has never sounded better. Welcome to the team. Ernie Manasdus.